0: Every once in a while, I have an inspirational story, a story of fire, a story of survival. My next two guests have survived the Oso mudslide, Washington, March twenty-second, 2014. My first guest? Christina Harris. Christina Harris and her sister? Laura Harris. Both suffered a horrible loss. Please take me back to what you were doing on the day of March 22nd, 2014, and when you first heard about the mudslide? Uh,
1: That day, I was uh, down in, um, what was it? It was SoCal. Uh, I forget the name of the city, just because it was all blur. Right. But uh, I got a phone call from one of my good friends in Washington telling me what had happened, and I was just instantly in shock because making the decision to go down there was for some reason extremely hard and at that time you know my parents were upset with me because i wasn't there Uh, so it just kind of blew my mind like wow
0: (laughs) so you're in california correct and you haven't watched the news you know nothing that's going on and you receive a phone call that said
1: Um, there was a significant landslide. We don't know how big, but your parents are out of contact. And I was like, what? That's insane.
0: So Laura had briefly talked about that she just didn't even acknowledge it. She didn't quite believe it. And in a moment of shock.
2: There was a previous slide eight years before. And so I was like, this is way up the road. It didn't affect us. I was like, I'm sure it's not as big of a deal as people are making it seem.
0: Because it doesn't, it just doesn't happen to you, right? Yeah. That's, that's initially what we think in any sort of situation, this doesn't happen to me. I'm a very
2: positive person, so I'm yeah. just kind of,
0: you know, no big deal. So what was the first thing you did? Uh,
1: first thing I did was organize uh, a way back to Washington, which was not very easy <laughs> at the time, um, but I made it there. Um, and that's when the kind of waiting game started.
2: Can I step in? Mm -hmm. So she had been on and off staying with my parents at the time, and that's why she mentioned they were kind of upset with her when she had left. Uh, I had my own apartment, so she actually had come back to Washington and stayed with me at my apartment. From here, from Arizona. How how
0: old were you at the time? I was,
2: um, what was I? five, Five years ago? I was 22, so...
1: Yeah, I was 23, I think. 23. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: No, she's two and a half years older than me. She was not 24.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sisters arguing already. Yeah. Now. <laughs> so you're 23, 24 years old. Mm-hmm. Um, you'd been on and off with your parents, mm-hmm. like all of us, I mm-hmm. think. I, I have that same experience like, no, mom, dad, I'm doing what I want, and this is what I want to do with my life. Mm-hmm. Um, were you hit with guilt? um you know
1: the thought crossed my mind uh and then i kind of came down off that thought and and thought you know on real terms like what would be going through their mind you know and and i knew that they wouldn't want that to be kind of their last impression you know and so um i just you know briefly but I knew that there was a set of expectation and, and things that that I should step up to the plate and, and do. Nice. So, you know, that kind of overruled, you know, um, it's a lot a, of things.
0: It's a strange thing that happens when you're stuck in a really tragic situation. Um, it can be loss or it can be, you know, even something like an illness, mm-hmm. you never know mm-hmm. how you're going to react to it. Anger.
2: Anger. You know? mm-hmm. Yep.
0: Exactly. Um, I know in every different situation that I've been in, I was a different person throughout each situation. Mm-hmm. Um sounds like you took the bull by the horns, got yourself there, and then you had to just wait. Why did you have to wait, Laura?
2: Well, they had a apartment in the city, and we kind of had to figure out what we were going to do and wrap things up with that.
1: It was a, um, uh, an older community living apartment. So the plus. fact that we were there kind of waiting on word, I mean, it was a good 30 days. So these people were pressuring us like, you can't live here. You're not above 55, you know, and it was it was kind of harsh. So it was
0: kind of a housing situation that was supplied to
1: you. Uh, no, this was mom and dad's, um, you know, oh, you had apartment. Little apartment, gotcha. right? But gotcha. it was it was an older community, like apartment, gotcha. like where you can only be fifty five and older. So
0: you got there. You have no guidance. You obviously they haven't found your parents' bodies yet. Is that correct?
1: Correct. And I was living there for the uh, past thirty days with them before they died, which yeah. was a blessing.
0: Yeah, yeah. So how many days until they did find? Your parents it buddies.
1: was i think it was 29 29 yeah. days and we didn't think it was gonna happen you know
0: during that time did you go up and go through it go look at the site were you allowed up there
1: no uh it took some time to build up to that but once i did i was waist deep in the mud digging at for things Two
0: months. <laughs> how did you keep yourselves from going crazy i i would not have listened i would have thrown them the finger I'll and start. went up there and started dicking. I mean, we <laughs> yep, lived completely differently, Opposite. so I just
2: kind of acted like nothing happened. I, you know, I Reclused. kept to do what I was already doing and...
1: She was a recluse. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I, I just kept working and, and trying to be as positive as I could and just kind of keep it in the back of my mind.
0: I like to call that, um, it's a self-defense mechanism. Your body and your brain knows how much you can take. It knows how much you can handle. Mm -hmm. And to keep yourself from breaking, you followed that instinct. You Mm -hmm. did what you had to do for you. I'm a true believer in everyone grieves differently and you have to do what you have to do because otherwise you probably would not have been here. Mm -hmm. You dove right into...
1: I was, uh, (laughs) well, complete opposite. Mm -hmm. I mean, yes and no by choice. Uh, Due to the circumstances, uh, I was not ordained to be administrator and executor of both of the estates. Uh, There was an aunt that was supposed to step in. But uh, because how Chris played a story, which was our cousin, um, her son, Um, He committed suicide. He was also a first responder out there. He was in the army and had a lot of trauma. Um, And it was
0: during this time that he committed suicide as well.
1: About two weeks after the slide happened, yeah. Mm -hmm. And because of this scenario, um, my aunt couldn't take on the responsibilities of the estate. So I was like, I'm going to step up. I'm going to step up. I'm going to learn how probate works. I'm going to learn, you know, how this process is supposed to go. You know, it it was extremely hard, but I knew that But i had to do it Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm.
0: so we've got two very young women early 20s thrown to the wolves (laughs) nowhere to go i'm in my 30s now well at the time time. (laughs) yeah Yeah. (laughs) thrown to the wolves and you just had to figure it out it was difficult so what did you do how did you what did you pull on what did you grasp on to keep yourself centered in any way i mean being involved in the
1: community really helped a lot you know and for some odd reason talking about it Mm -hmm. and spreading their story and going out and getting my hands dirty in the mud and and finding things that were in our house and then creating new things with that Mm. you know it um it helps me it helped me process you know
0: and so this community which you guys have stayed together over the years you've built a memorial and you have some a significant event coming up
1: Yes, we've been actually planning uh, the memorial for the past six years. Uh, well, I guess it started after that, but mm-hmm. for the past several years, we've been planning on what that's going to look like, and um, the the county actually gave us an opportunity to design it. So um, we have a, a small part of it kind of there already that we're going to build off of, but yeah. uh, we're still searching for, um, you know, people to invest into the memorial and, and uh, you know, make it what it is that we dr- that we dream it's gonna look like.
0: So tell us about the memorial. What is it going to look like? So
1: for the past several years, I've been present over phone conference. Um, and then there's been meetings that happen, you know, maybe once every couple months up uh, in Oso and also in Darrington, which is the two cities that the slide mm-hmm, is right in between. Um, and all the families would meet together and throw out ideas of, of what what is going to be memorable for them? What do they want to see out of the project? Because this is going to be our area where we go and and you know remember, remember our loved ones. Yeah. So you know there was key aspects laying on the table of, of this is how. You know, as a community, uh, we think that this should look so yeah. that has been developed and and it's it's beautiful. It it is it is really beautiful. The county purchased uh, about thirteen acres uh, on the actual slide yeah. land, um, and um, I think we're going to be using about six of those to um, to build the memorial around. There's going to be a fountain as the entrance, and um, as you kind of walk through it, you're going to be um, led on this kind of trail where there's gonna be benches in between 43 cedar trees mm. and each tree is gonna represent uh, someone that mm. had died at the slide so we'll, we'll have two there mm-hmm. mom and dad mm-hmm. and um, it'll just give uh, we also want it to be um, an uh, education center to educate people about the geological you know event that did happen in the Pacific Northwest yeah. and um, you know and also remember those who are lost
0: I see memorials um, on a very small scale when I finally was able to take my son's ashes and bury them with the Legere side of the family in Maine. I felt a little bit of closure with that, Mm -hmm. that I finally sent him off Mm -hmm. on that beautiful journey. Mm -hmm. How does that feel for you girls to know that that's happening for you?
2: Well, after the slide, we actually, we had to do two memorials. So we flew out to Alaska to bury our cousin, Chris, kind of army style. Um, you know, I don't know if you want to add anything about that.
1: It, it was a formal, um, you know, uh, a formal first responder. Yeah. No, yeah. Army.
0: army burial.
2: Yep. And then straight from there, we flew to Texas where we're from originally and we did a family at we actually at the church my parents were married at we Mm. uh, we had a memorial there Mm -hmm. and then we went on a boat with my uncle and we uh, carried a paper mache turtle with us
1: it was biodegradable on on the airport or
2: or on the airplane and we pushed it off into the ocean where my dad and my uncle used to fish all the time so that was
0: it was his favorite spot it was a very sweet ending to the trip bittersweet so what does this mean for you to be able to complete this and what do we need to do to support you in it what does it mean to me yeah what does it mean to you and how can we support you and what do we need to raise for you Um, well
1: I feel like um, taking this opportunity to talk about it um, it's I mean, it's extremely important and close to my heart. Uh, it's a little piece of being able to carry on the legacy of, you know, not only my parents but the forty-three others that were involved that day. Uh, you know, never be forgotten per yeah. se, yeah. Um, and and to do my part, you know, in the community and trying to, you know, represent what Oso is all about and yeah. and why we could use your
0: help. Yeah and so to find more information about how that people can donate to the memorial or help you and support in the memorial where can they get a hold of either you or where should they go are you going to post this on your social media um i actually
1: have a couple different uh, okay. points of contact here um so the county is organizing this this whole um i guess process and uh we actually have our own website uh, www.slidememorial.com you can find a lot of information on there um, and there will be you know phone numbers and also a Snohomish County Parks and Recreation and Tourism um, link uh, who is the um, the entity within the county that is dealing with nice. these events so so yeah you can go on there and
0: um, and Ooh also you're a bit of a uh, you own a mechanic shop? i do yes i do so, so uh if our cars are breaking down where do we find you
1: <laughs> you can find me i'm over off i-17 in peoria um i have uh, a little shop over there i do i'm uh, an automotive used car dealer How Uh, sexy is that? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Licensed and bonded. um, And I have um, certified um, techs on board where we can um, do general maintenance or modifications or, uh, I mean, lift kits. um, I do car detailing, pretty much anything. Cars. Definitely. And uh, you could find me at... what is it? Uh, KMAutoShop.com. KM That's my website. Or you can Google her, KM Automotive. Yeah, I'm on Google, I'm on Facebook, I'm on Insta.
2: I wanna <laughs> add one last thing. Yes. So the main reason why I decided to move to Seattle was because my sister wanted to thrive in Arizona. And I think it's really neat because we're kind of starting over, so to just to watch each other grow in our careers. She opened, you know, she's into cars, I'm into houses. Uh, yeah, you're a real estate agent. <laughs> Kimberly Toko's my mentor, so <laughs> I'm yeah, I'm learning to be the best real estate agent I can be and I'm also watching my sister grow her her business. So it's
0: yeah, it's if exciting. You, if you want a girl that's going to fight for you to get into that house, Laura Harris is Absolutely. your girl. Yeah, she's not going to get, get it. it. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. Thanks for I, having I me. I love the story, and we're definitely supporting.
1: Yeah, I appreciate the yeah. opportunity. This
0: thank is, you for coming on, Christina. I appreciate it. Yes. Yeah. Kimberly Toko, Tenacious T.
1: Christina Harris.
0: And Laura Harris. Out. The stars driving down the of fire night Playing Coldplay on repeat Watching people on the street as I go by And it doesn't even matter to me where I go I just feel I need to take a
1: ride
0: Got my coffee cup to go I'm out